recording. <laughs> In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics. On our generation's classics. Our generation's classics. And remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are reviewing Forrest Gump. <laughs> I had to say it in the accent. My name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Uh, <laughs> 1994, written by Eric Roth, based on a novel by Winston Groom, directed by Robert Zemeckis, and starring Tom Hanks, Robin Wright, Gary Sinise, Sally Field. Lots of names. Yeah, big names. Well, how do I know Zemeckis? Oh, he is just, he is that guy who does things here. Let's, okay. let's take a quick look at his filmography. Back to the Future, Contact, Flight, oh, Last Holiday, 13 Ghosts. Oh, he was a producer in Castaway. Okay, so he's just a guy that. He's just a guy, okay. that guy who's done things. I think he's Back to the Future may be his biggest, you know, his okay. biggest thing. Um, aside right. from Forrest Gump, actually, obviously. All right, quick synopsis. Tracy, go. Okay, so uh, Forrest Gump. This Actually might is, be a kind of a tough synopsis. Well, it <laughs> is. There's multiple synopsises. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Synopses. I, I think I, I think I got it though. Um, okay. It is about like the period of time from like before Vietnam to after Vietnam, basically. What what are those like decades? It's like 60s, 70s, 70s 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's told from the perspective of a dim-witted man. So he's got low intelligence, but I almost want to say like, I, I don't want to say wisdom, but like he's got just an outlook on life that that is different than others. Mm-hmm. And he inadvertently has taken place or, or affected history throughout those times. But because he's not very smart, he doesn't quite realize his his quote unquote impact on the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can see these decades <clears throat> and historical events through his eyes. I think that's a good synopsis. In fact, I early on, I made a note that basically you're seeing glimpses of history and historical figures through the eyes of innocence. He's like the yes. representation of innocence. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's, it's interesting to see all of these massive historical events in the 60s, 70s, 80s. <clears throat> through just like a child's eyes basically yes yeah, yeah. a lot happened a lot, a happened. lot happened yeah like yeah. big big things yeah yeah it's almost like a, histor- a history lesson for you know yeah. those of us who didn't experience it firsthand yeah um, and i think they made a point of being very good about making sure it's historically accurate i mean aside from having forrest gump in there right um, yeah but yeah all right good well, job well done, i thanks. had to i had to look up the uh to see if it was based on a true story, which, because I thought it was. No, for- you know what it is based on? A novel. A novel. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course um, which apparently not- it has more more events and more like I don't want to say graphic, but it's it's got more things in there. Yeah. So um, I know that I have always seen bits and pieces of this movie growing up. Um, Tracy, I think you're the same way. Serena, have you ha- have you ever seen this movie? So I had long time ago, if I had to guess, I was probably, 
I don't even know. It was came out in 94. So that would have been 2001 or two. I might've mm-hmm. seen it or 2000. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember watching it ever from start to finish. Right. But I remembered all these scenes and different things that were like, like the whole running scene. I, I remember, you know, it's always on TV. So you get yeah. like chunks yeah. of it, but like, I don't, I didn't remember the whole story and I was watching. I'm like, I don't remember what happens. Like yeah. that's, it's been 20 years since I've seen it. Yeah. So at least, and then since then it's been bits and pieces. So like I had seen it, but like, I didn't quite fully remember it. And like, right. I had right. no recollection that they had a kid. I didn't even remember like that whole you baby. Didn't remember Haley Haley Joel Osmond. Osmond. <laughs> so cute. What a cute little kid. Tracy, was I right in my assessment that you, you'd always had this going on like yeah I it's like I had always known it you know what I mean yeah right I exactly. definitely was way too young to see it in theaters it was yeah. 94 right that was fourth grade for me <laughs> I was nine so that you guys yeah. were younger than I that. was seven yeah I was third and grade was, eight I mean there was a couple of like sex scenes but not really um no but it's more that but, just everything would go over your head if yeah you before right. a certain age you know yeah yeah because I couldn't like I can't think of something specific i was doing in my life at nine. I was like, I don't really remember. But then I was like, okay, what else was in theaters at that mm. point? And that was like the year Lion King. I was came just going to say Lion oh, yeah. King came out that year. Yeah. yeah. We were all and busy like, watching okay. Lion King. <laughs> yeah. And then like, okay, what else? Um, Iron Will. Um, <gasps> oh my God. I don't have Iron Will on the list. At so it. I, <clears throat> so I have I'm like this it. weird, I don't know. Like I'm in a, I was in a weird position because I was the eldest of four at the time in the nineties. Okay. And my mom didn't really let us watch movies like this yeah, wouldn't same. have been just been on. Um, because I was, eight I years feel old. like, well, it wouldn't have been on TV in 94, but when it did hit TV, I feel like it was on TBS or something. Yeah. I, it was. I literally wrote, this is one of those movies that I always caught in bits and pieces on TBS slash TNT slash USA. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. It was one yep. of those three channels. Mm-hmm. It's always on. All right. So we all had seen it in bits and pieces a million yeah. times growing up. I know it wasn't until I was an adult that I didn't see it. Like be, like sat down beginning to end on DVD, watched it. Has anyone else done that? Or is it like- Not on know, DVD. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter where. I, I but, think yeah. I did. And I think it's because my mom was part of the um, the 99 cent movie club where we got VHSs sent to us all the time. Do you remember oh, those? Yeah. No, yeah. but mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so I'm pretty sure I had watched it all the way through. Um, I, I don't know why. And I can't tell you like specifically, but I, I have watched it all the way through before. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. So how is your assessment of it now? Has does did actively watching it now change your opinion of it growing up or um is it like oh yeah this is exactly how I remembered it it wasn't it was it was how I remembered it but it wasn't now that I know more history mm-hmm. I I was picking up on more things and I didn't realize how many things how many historical events that they were referencing yes. I knew the big ones and then I feel like on each watch I was like Oh, okay. That's that. And this is this, you know, yeah. um, it wasn't it was until <laughs> much later in my life. And it's probably one of my favorite parts is his interview. I think after he was a ping pong champion, he went on late and night. John Lennon was sitting next and to him. John Lennon. And like between Forrest, John Lennon, and who was, was it 
Johnny Carson, who was I the think so. I, yeah, it looked uh, like yeah. Johnny Carson. Yeah. Um, between the three of them, they were writing the song Imagine. For Imagine. Oh and my I god. Didn't pick I noticed that up that. until until not until this time, but until no, I but was like until you were an adult. adult. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. Yep. It was that your favorite part, Trey? Yeah. 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 That so Lennon was definitely my favorite. And then my two others that that I did pick up on when I was little was the the um shit happens bumper sticker yes and the smiley, smiley face. face yeah yeah those are two great those what was are great the smiley face one when he has the t-shirt and he's running and he yeah um, has he's like the t-shirt wipe, wipe off the wipes mud his and, face you know how like the smiley face you know like the iconic the yellow smiley smiley face, face. Oh, okay. No, I saw the whole shirt scene, but I was like, is that like a life is good type thing or what? Yeah, I think it's called have a good day because mm-hmm. I think that's what he says to him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, thanks. Have a good day. Yeah. So um, Ser- Serena, what was your favorite part? Uh, Where do I start? There's like, it's like three movies in one. It's like, we're following Forrest's story. We're following Jenny's story. We're following the relationship between them, the background, the family, the friends. The it's a very complex it's, plot. And, it's and it was easy enough script. to follow, but it was very involved. And there's a whole sub movie within a movie when he goes to war, mm-hmm. right? And when he decides to run across the country, that's like a movie within a movie of its own. It's, it's basically vignettes. You're you're catching glimpses of glimpses of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the story of Forrest Gump, uh, it's so hard to pick a favorite, but the story of Forrest Gump ends up being intertwined. His story, which has some sad parts to it, is in fact, a happy story overall. And then like, there's the other side of the flip side, which is the Jenny story. Yes. And that one is just heartbreaking from the get-go. I mean, with the abuse from the father insinuated there, which as, as a child, I would have never even picked up on that really. Um, or whatever, Dear as an God, eight-year-old. Give me a bird so I can fly, <laughs> so fly far, 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 far away. away. Yes. There's so many there's so many like quotes in this movie that just stand out that I know, but I didn't even know they were from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Obviously run yeah. Forrest. We know that. Life but, is like a box of chocolates. Stupid mm-hmm. is a stupid does run for stupid, stu- stupid is a stupid does me and Jenny were just doing that downstairs. Yeah. Cause I played her the, the scene when um, Sally field, his mom uh, has to sell herself to get him into public school. Mm-hmm. I also and, remember being young enough that I didn't understand that. <laughs> Same. And I remember yeah. being like, I don't get it. Like, I remember <laughs> not understanding it. Yeah. yeah. You know, instead of it going over my head, I remember being like, what? I we're knew so- I didn't understand something. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we were so innocent. We were so young. <laughs> I don't even know if I could pick my favorite scene. I mean, I love the Jenny and I was like peas and carrots. Like, so cute and you know when they what? were kids would, they're so cute i would argue that the writing may have been your favorite part of this movie it it very well could have i mean the the quotes the music just yeah like i don't know it's just it, i feel i felt so con- like conflicted throughout the movie like i felt happy and then i felt sad it was like it like brought up emotions and like like i i felt like i was gonna cry and then i was like laughing literally laughing out loud in the market basket parking lot before i went in (laughs) (laughs) um you know what i mean like just a mix of emotions and it 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 was it was definitely well written 
it's a long movie, two and a half hours almost, but it didn't feel long. Right. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tracy true. and I fast forwarded through commercials. <laughs> so I want to say just one more thing, and I don't want to say it's my favorite part, but it was a, it was a good part. It was when, so through the whole thing, Forrest, he knows that he's different, but he doesn't quite acknowledge that he's stupid mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Or like nothing because he's not, you know, um, but at the end, when Jenny says oh that God, little yes. forest is his and it takes him a second and yes. he asks her and she's like, is he? And he just kind of like, points is he to smart himself. or is he? Yeah. And he just like and he kind of like like there are no words. He knows that he's not smart. You know what I mean? And it's that heartbreaking breaking moment that you realize that he's known all along that he's not getting everything. You know what I mean? And it's like before it was lighthearted, but this was actually heartbreaking for him to know that he might have somebody who, you know what I mean? Because he knows how hard his life was, you know? And you were just, it it was so heartbreaking. It It does. And you're just like, oh my gosh. And it's the moment, I mean, Tom Hanks is this fantastic actor, but that moment and the moment when he's talking over Jenny's grave, just it hits me every single mm-hmm. time. I will never not cry when he's talking over Jenny's grave. Oh my god! I want to go back to something you said, Serena, which is you were you were happy during you know the forced time forced story was all like happy and and you know you it was positive and then Jenny's was like really kind of you know dark, dark and sad and whatnot. Dark. And that was something that I kind of was paying attention to this time around, which was we were getting the bird's eye view of like we were seeing all the major historical events the things that you read about in the history books um from his point of view but you were getting reality from jenny you were getting the true hippie experience you were getting domestic abuse you were getting substance abuse you were getting just depression suicide like at all of those aspects Mm -hmm. that were very (laughs) real for those time periods but when you're reading a history book you're not paying attention to that you're only paying attention to the actual historical events and yeah, I, that's a good point. I just, I really it's like multi-layer, multi-layer. Yeah. yeah. And, and like multi-decade too. Like this, this range through probably 30 years. Yeah. yeah right? Or maybe yeah. more 40. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a good point. Yeah. Cause yeah. I don't know. I like, it's almost like we know, we all like know the story of Forrest Gump, but it's like, maybe I didn't really pay attention to the Jenny story before either. And yeah. then this time it was almost like a movie like a sub movie, Mm -hmm. like her story alone. You were also getting that a little bit from Lieutenant Dan as well. And even his mother, you were like the secondary characters were dealing with reality and there, and there was forest and the innocence of forest. And yeah. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan, I completely forgot about him. Love Gary Sinise. Love Gary Sinise. So good. He, he was in such a dark place and forest literally lifted him and saved him. This is the many times I want to say at least two times yeah like major moments in his life yeah and when he swam away from the boat i thought he was committing suicide i remember thinking i remember that thinking that too i'm yeah. like he magically he came back at the end yeah I, yeah and i was like I, lieutenant I, dan lieutenant I legs not understanding that like things can happen off screen and it's okay because yeah. so i like thought that forrest abandoned him and never spoke to him again until they were at the wedding yeah but yeah. no of course like they still had a business together. yeah yeah doing well things. he said i think he said like lieutenant dan didn't need me anymore with the business right. or you know right. like right he sent me checks oh, yeah. and stuff yeah exactly yeah yeah he invested um, in oh, apple so 
um, speaking of like different levels too, I feel like we got a little bit of like the black experience too through Bubba and his family a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And And, well, and this is something that I completely forgot is that the opening scene we get where Forrest gets, gets his name from, which is the same. I don't think like his mom wasn't racist. Like, I no, 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 because and it, and it was it, they almost undervalued that line. But he basically said, I got the name because uh, mama wanted to remind me. So it was something like mama wanted to remind me that, that people make mistakes or something like that. It was yeah, she, he wasn't it wasn't honoring the person. It was being like, oh, well, this is where you could go wrong. Don't go wrong here. Yeah. But it was it was a weird thing to open. with. Anyway, OK, back to the point. My favorite part was actually the use of the special effects. I think this is a fantastic example of using technology to your benefits without going overboard. So yep. you have not you know, going back to Lieutenant Dan, um, the way he did, they handled his legs was very effective. I think it was very realistic. I want to say it was yep. only maybe a moment or two where I was like, mm, but like, that's because I was like paying attention to it. Yeah. If I wasn't yeah. paying attention to it, I would never have thought about it. Um, but mostly for having forests pop up in the historical footage. Yeah. I, yeah. I, to this Great day, job. I think that, that it still so holds cool. up. Yep. It holds up because they didn't yeah. overdo it. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Yep. That was so crazy. I was actually wondering in my head, I'm like, how did they do that? I, it was clever editing. It was clever cutting when they had to, um, the, possibly the only thing that probably could be, um, improved upon nowadays is the, what we will call the deep fake of JFK talking or, you know, yeah. people like, you know, faking the mouth movements. Um, obviously we know that there's technology for that today, but, for the most part, it really just, it was just very effective. Um, yeah. The other favorite part I have to say, cause I always focus in on it every time is Jenny's wardrobe and the progression oh through the decades yep. and her hair. Adore. And, yep. Yes. Yeah. You're seeing the fashion and the hair and the makeup and everything through her. Yeah. And I love every minute of it, except her wedding dress hate her wedding dress. What, what was that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was, but like, it was eighties. It was, it yes. had that poof. It, it was eighties with 70s. the hippie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, fashion was definitely on my radar for this movie along with the soundtrack. <laughs> um, I, all right. The next question is interesting. How is this movie millennial and did it impact our generation as a whole? I would argue this is not a millennial movie. It didn't, it didn't feel like it because it was like no. 70s and 80s and 60s. It, it's, it's not necessarily it's every generation. It's yeah. every generation's movie. It is, but it wasn't geared towards us when it came out. It was That's geared true. towards our parents. It yeah. is true. That is true. But we ended up watching it. That's true. And because it was such a beloved teens. movie, I think we were, you know. I don't want to say we well, were forced to watch it, but like, you know, it no, just- but it was, it was part of the lexicon. It was part right. of the culture. Like they, they, like I said, we use quotes from it. They had hats, they had shirts. They actually have the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah. I, I agree with you that like, um, yeah, I, I just, I feel like it's timeless and you're right. It wasn't geared for millennials, but I also wouldn't call it a Gen X movie because no. it's, it's everyone's movie. Everyone yeah. experiences this movie at some point. And like you said, it was going through so many different decades that it's hard to pin it to one group. 
Um, but I, the, the first note I wrote was timeless. Yeah. Timeless. Yeah. yeah that's how, that's a note I have too. Um, Perfect. but well you're said. right. That definitely a lot of quotes came out of this. Yeah. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. And I feel like generations that are younger than us might not necessarily know that this is the movie that those quotes are from. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Were there any quotes this time around that you picked out that you didn't catch before or are not known quotes, you know, that every single person knows when he first is like, I want to be your boyfriend or whatever, or I love you. And she goes, you don't know what love is. And then later when he's like, I want to be your husband. And she was just like, I don't know if she even said anything. And he got mad. This is the first time he got mad at her. And he was like, I may not be smart, but I know what love is. Yeah. And he like, not storms off, but he just like, Take, he like, walks out onto the he porch walks and outside puts his and the hand porch. on it. I know he's just like an old like old man, like, oh, you know, yeah. like like you know, he has feelings too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. So we had already we already said it, Bets. It was um, dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far, far away. That's not the quote. I listened to it twice. Yeah, and it's far, far away from here. Oh, huh. And I was like, oh, did I hear that wrong? And I had to rewind it. And then she she says it twice far from here. And I know that's such a silly, like inconsequential, but I never like her have been saying it wrong a long time. Yeah. So that was just I that was my catch this time around. Yep. Yep. Misquote. Yeah. And did you guys notice when he was at her grave, the birds flying? Oh, like because that was a, a continuing theme through her life, too, because yeah. she she brought it up when he rescued her from the strip club. Yeah. And then when she was oh, like on drugs and she stood up almost like to fall off that building. Yeah. I think that was still I don't think she said anything, but I think that was still her the like, idea of flying wishing away. To flying away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I picked up on that. Um, the one quote that I pulled out that I'm like, you know, what? every time I just I love it. Um, it's still Jenny uh, or a Jenny scene. And it's after she's thrown the rocks at the house at the dilapidated house. Mm-hmm. And Forrest's narration is sometimes I guess there just aren't enough rocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the quotes that I that was one of the quotes I was thinking of. Yeah. The rocks. It's, it yep. stands out every time and it's not quoted and it's just so sweet. Um, all right. So does anyone have any other notes? I actually am skipping over boom. We fixed it. Cause I don't know if we can like, were there any <laughs> things that it was there anything that need to be fixed? No, I, I never thought that a two and a half hour movie could be properly paced, but it, oh, it can. Right? Well, and it's it can. properly paced. Yeah. And then also there are so many moments where you're like, okay, I have to pause for five minutes and it's okay. Because like we were saying they're vignettes. So like you finish like a little short story and then, yep. you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, the only other note I have is about Gary Sinise mm-hmm. and he, first off, great. I love him. Um, he really took, he was never in the military but he really took the role of Lieutenant Dan very seriously. And Mm -hmm. ever since Forrest Gump, he is consistently the face of like military things and charities and helping Mm. out like vets and that kind of thing. And he like, he's got a whole like humanitarian work that he does with um, different type of vet groups and stuff that he really, he really like goes and visits them. And like, he really took it to heart and it's Mm -hmm. until this day. So I just, Mm -hmm. I thought that was nice, you know? Um, 
but yeah no good for him good for him actually where has Gary Sinise been I feel like I haven't seen him yeah. in he's been in a, a lot of things time. he's been in tv he did oh, like okay. CSI New all York right. he did uh, yeah okay those shows <laughs> that yeah. I don't watch <laughs> all right then yes notes roundup does anybody have anything else that they would like to talk about did we already talk about how good the soundtrack was you have mentioned it like five times dude <laughs> such good music such good music everything because it uses the classic music from each decade Era, basically yeah. yes yeah. and yes. i like all the decades so i was just like feeling it yeah all right guys so martini shot would you recommend this movie and what <laughs> on what planet would you not recommend this movie right right <laughs> Um, who, who doesn't need to watch this movie right i think everybody needs to watch this movie it's a great movie like tarina says there you know you'll enjoy the whole thing even if it's long it, that's not a deterrent um however i will say that like it's a movie that i feel like you just don't like put it in and watch it right. it's just on tv people right. just just you know naturally have watched this movie right somehow some way you have seen this movie yeah and i'm i'm curious if now because cord cutting is such a big thing is it gonna fall into obscurity a little bit because that is a great point you don't actively go looking for this movie right yeah so i think that that makes this season even more important because the streaming services and the availability of older movies like well, I couldn't find Forrest Gump anywhere since day one is availability. Yeah. And I mean, this movie was, it was available to us because we have YouTube TV, but that, which is an iteration of cable. So we don't count, but for a cord cutter, they would have to pay $2 to watch this movie. And they're not going to, I was that. about, I was about to do it. All right. So I am guessing it's three yeses for yes. a recommendation. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we are um, at the, segment of the evening where we pick next movie are we ready Ooh. for this uh-oh i don't know if we are i don't know i've never seen this movie oh i've seen bits and pieces of it hackers oh i haven't seen this movie do you know what the movie is i feel like we talked about it who's in it i feel like johnny lee miller and angelina jolie oh yeah I have it's seen, from I think the I have early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. A podcast I listened to oh, mid referenced sorry, it. Mid-90s. It is a heck of a movie guys. <laughs> I've what only ever seen bits and pieces of it. And like when I say bits and pieces, I mean like tiny bits and pieces. <laughs> like don't, <laughs> I don't know what the plot line is. I don't know who the characters are. This is going to be interesting. An interesting okay. Interesting one. All right. We are going from some from a movie that was in 1994 and we consider timeless to a movie that was in 1995 and was like insanely uber 1995. Just okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a review movie. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house.